Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away this week, and joining us on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline is political scientist from Sonoma State University, Dr. David McEwen. Next week, Republicans move into the majority in Congress for the first time since the midterms of 2018. We expect that Bakersfield Congressman Kevin McCarthy will be elected as the next Speaker of the House. Yet a narrower than anticipated House Republican majority and a growing number of House Republicans expressing opposition to McCarthy threaten to derail his bid to be Speaker of the House. McCarthy won his party's nomination for Speaker in a November straw vote, but needs to secure a majority of all recognized members casting a January 3rd House floor vote in order to officially be elected Speaker. Professor McEwen, what are some of the road bumps and advantages that uh, Kevin McCarthy has to be elected Speaker next week? Well, good afternoon, Brett. And the Speaker of the House uh, can be elected uh, with 218 votes, a majority uh, vote, but can be elected with fewer than 218 if there's absences, vacancies, or some members vote present. What Kevin McCarthy has going for him is he raised a lot of money uh, this last cycle. Uh, there really are no viable alternatives. But there are, are a group of individuals, and depending how you count it, somewhere between 5 to 15 folks, uh, on the Republican side, who don't want Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker. So the question is, it looks like there are no alternatives. It looks like he'll be the Speaker. But how long and what does that look like is an important element of Republicans as they take over Congress and the legislation they look at next year. Today's guest is someone who's been around Republican politics in the Golden State and Washington, D.C. for some time, so should have some interesting insights into what Kevin McCarthy and Republicans face this coming Congress. All right, let's bring in that guest for a preview of the new Congress and to discuss all of this further. We are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by the public and strate- uh, strategic affairs consultant, Rob Stutzman. Rob, it's good to hear from you again. Good afternoon, gentlemen. What dynamics do you see affecting the next Congress as we head to January 3rd? <laughs> <laughs> well, the professors outlined them. It's a very thin margin for Republicans, which means they don't <clears throat> have much room to really uh, govern broadly, I would say with a broad agenda. Of course, there's still a Democrat majority in the U.S. Senate. But the, the scenario of how the Speaker is elected, and I think it's very likely to be Kevin McCarthy, but how he ends up becoming Speaker, I think will also dictate as to how this next uh, Congress may go. You know, the question is, are, there, are these members holding out because they don't want McCarthy? Or are they holding out to try to increase their negotiating uh, leverage and see what kind of concessions they can get to have more influence over their majority conference over the next two years. Rob, I'd like to kind of pan out here just for a second. You know, you, you've been influential uh, over the years here in California and helping make Republicans relevant in the state. And, and they've had some pathways forward, uh, you know, through Arnold Schwarzenegger, through moderation. Are there any uh, lessons here that help for Republicans that could uh, spill over to Kevin McCarthy and what he has to herd in terms of those cats uh, this coming Congress? Well, you know, ironically, if you look at California, uh, the Republicans that were able to hold, that were endangered, 
And then Republicans that won competitive seats, like in the uh, up in the north end of the San Joaquin Valley, represent really the path forward to Republican success, which is to be, by today's standards, moderate. So you know, we we had a good we had good candidates in California. So California Republicans really should take note of of that. People like uh, the new Congressman Dorte from the Merced area beat a very good Democrat candidate and Assemblyman Adam Gray. David Valadeo returns to Congress as only one of two of the ten Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump. So there is a, a path forward to, to probably larger majorities, especially if you look at who lost uh, around the country in seats that Republicans should have won, and they were more Trump-like candidates endorsed by Trump and more radical in their views. How do you reconcile that as uh, the GOP in California, not shooting yourself on the foot for people who are trying to fade away from the Trump era? Well, Republicans have been making some good progress and not shooting themselves in the foot here in California, and they've done it in the face of declining demographics that are becoming increasingly unfavorable to them, or put it this way, probably people that were uh, suburban Republicans are, are those who are leading the out-net migration. So Republicans think of them as leaving the state. It's been hard for Republicans to grow their numbers here. But in spite of that, they, they've been putting forward good candidates. I think they have good members in the state legislature. Our congressional delegation is strong. But that recall last year, which featured, of course, Larry Elder as the, uh, as the, the favorite Republican in that recall election, I think really kind of set them, set them back. And obviously this year, the Republicans were not able to be competitive statewide. Rob, when you look at uh, possible legislation that the new House Republican majority will prioritize, what do you think the targets are for them in Washington, D.C. this coming year? Yeah, I think you'll see Republicans focus on energy policy. Uh, in fact, I think the House Republicans will probably put California under the microscope uh, when it comes to energy policy. And I think they'd like to have that that debate, whether the the policies we're pursuing in California are good for the, the nation or not. And then I think you're going to see a huge emphasis, obviously, on, on immigration and the border, which is which is very timely and is likely to have a lot of pressure uh, upon the Biden administration, even from Democrat border governors uh, such as Gavin Newsom here in California. You know, we've also seen and heard the mention of more investigations of the Biden administration in areas such as the the pullout of Afghanistan or with regards to the Biden family. Do you expect the Republicans to do more with oversight and investigations? Oh, without doubt. Uh, they, <laughs> they are relishing having the investigative uh, gavel. And uh, certainly Afghanistan, which I think if, if done well, I think the nation will find interesting. What went into Afghanistan? I mean, that really was a tipping point for for the Biden administration. He's he's never recovered from that in terms of where his approval and disapproval ratings have, have gone since that moment. Now, the big the big question is: Do they go after the the Hunter Biden uh, laptop issue and Biden, Hunter Biden's um, business dealings in China? And uh, I think there's a lot of feeling amongst the moderates who are still the, the the majority inside that Republican conference that that's not worthwhile and would really distract from a good policy agenda. Rob, as we uh, look back to November and the midterm elections, uh, what were, in your view, were the big takeaways from the midterms? Well, the big takeaways is if, if Republicans want to win um, middle, middle class, college educated suburbanites, uh, they need to elect mainstream candidates. And where you uh, where you nominate extremists or you know candidates that were 
fully aligned with Trump, you're going to lose. I mean, Republicans really got punished on that issue alone. And it likely cost them the United States Senate, especially when you look at the nominees in Pennsylvania and Georgia in, in, in specifically. So candidates matter. Uh, hopefully Republicans will take this as instructive and it will, it will inform their decisions, especially in primaries two years from now. And I think it's also informing their, their perspective on what they think of former President Trump and whether or not it would be a good idea to nominate him once again. I think we're, we're seeing some obvious decline in that sentiment. It'll be interesting to watch that here in the months ahead. Rob, it's good to hear your voice again. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And our thanks to our guest, Rob Stutzman of Stutzman Public Affairs in Sacramento. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 